is this cancer who knows we'll find out on next week's episode (laughs) (laughs) no i don't play i'm not dying by no cancer at 35 remember i had that thing i still have that on my leg yes it's still there yeah but and i would not go you still won't go no i did go you Remember? did go yeah cause oh yeah because i forced me. you to i You're was like, like you set up this appointment, appointment now <laughs> You're like, did you set it up and i was like oh shit i forgot i'll do it monday <laughs> monday did you set it up it's not even cancer i'm fine everyone it was yeah, cherry granuloma or some shit a weird one that they've never seen before but aren't those supposed to be like super tiny yes and also they're not supposed to fill and drain like (laughs) but he said it has all the classic symptoms what he thinks happened is that one formed on top of an open blood vessel and so occasionally if you guys really need to know my business it looks like a little blood blister and sometimes it gets a little full of blood and then sometimes it seeps back into my skin and is completely flat and looks like a regular cherry granuloma weird Uh, it's fun (laughs) it's on my thigh yeah i have a thing on my thigh that my lady doctor saw and she was like hey you should keep an eye on this i'm like i can't keep an eye on that that's way down there (laughs) (laughs) what is it like a it's a mole i was gonna say it's like a mole it's like a kind of odd shaped mole 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 (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen that in forever i would just have them biopsy it even though i'm a hypocrite yeah a punch biopsy (laughs) is literally the scariest thing any biopsy biopsy shave excision whatever cryotherapy whatever kind of shit you're gonna do to my skin is the most terrifying thing to me on the face of the planet no it's not everything medical where they're going to either like cut you open or set something or take a organ away anything medical that they touch you is the worst thing ever for you (laughs) it is you don't need to touch me (laughs) you saw how i reacted to my c-section i sure did unnecessary and i was totally fine and then you get in there and i'm like panicking the fuck out and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i'm all i'm not i remember telling dr thompson i'm not having this baby i'm going home and she was like if you go home your baby will die <laughs> i want to go home <laughs> uh, anyway would you like to start the episode now yes i'm very ready everybody this is legend and i am sam and i am amy and we are a podcast about cryptids urban legends and the paranormal and today we are going to talk about the trans allegheny lunatic asylum do you know it i sure as hell do not you don't all i keep thinking of is arkham asylum i'm like this has got to do something with batman I was going to say, that's Batman, right? I yeah. felt slow for a minute. <laughs> you really have not heard anything about Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? I probably have. 
like especially like if there's a ghost hunters episode and everything i know i've probably seen it i just am very bad at remembering names of things well that works for me so um yeah ghost hunters did cover it and we'll talk about them there's like a ton of tv shows tons there's so much stuff on the trans allegheny lunatic asylum i honestly if i had more time i probably could just make it a part two but anyway i was harassing you you so we would record immediately and no well we needed to (laughs) we needed to it's not i I don't think it'll be short by any means (laughs) but there's definitely like i there's like a thousand youtube videos probably on it and i found one that actually looks really good and i feel bad because i don't remember what their ghost hunter group or whatever is called but it was two hours long and i started to watch it while i was like finishing up the notes and i was like okay i don't have time but i really wish i did (laughs) so i might watch that later okay so now we're going to talk about the history of the trans allegheny lunatic asylum so the trans the trans allegheny lunatic asylum which is located in weston west virginia was open from 1864 until 1994 Um, that's about 130 years that is still Uh, before my sister was born oh that was the year kurt cobain killed himself or killed himself Yes. (laughs) Heavy emphasis on the air quotes there. Yes. Um, It was authorized to be built by the Virginia General Assembly in the early 1800s or 1850s. They consulted with Thomas Story Kirkbride. Uh, He was the then superintendent of the Pennsylvania Hospital for the Insane, which was a building that was a part of the Kirkbride plan. So if you didn't know, the Kirkbride plan is something that Thomas Story Kirkbride came up with. (laughs) What a terrible last name. Kirkbride. I like, I don't know if it's his middle name or a second last name or what, but it's literally Story. That's fine. Thomas Story Kirkbride. I love that. Not the Kirkbride, but But the the Kirkbride just gets kind of tongue twisty and too much. Yes. So the Kirkbride plan was a system of mental asylums designed, um, sorry, they were a system of mental asylum designs advocated by Philadelphia psychiatrist Kirkbride in the mid-19th century. The asylums built in the Kirkbride design were often referred to as Kirkbride buildings The structural features of the hospitals were contingent on his theories regarding the healing of the mentally ill. So it's where the environment is really important for mental health. And so he believed in things like exposure to natural light and air circulation. Um, And according to allthatsinteresting.com, Kirkbride built on the foundation established by another famous reformer named Dorothy Dix. (laughs) <laughs> who sought to disabuse I knew you're gonna laugh I knew you were <laughs> it sounds like a porn name <laughs> Dorothy <does>. Dix <laughs> and the way it's spelled too because it's D-I-X <laughs> but I'm sorry Dorothy <laughs> yes very sorry 
She sought to disabuse people of their misconceptions about mental illness, namely that it was a shadowy, irreversible condition best treated in darkness with force and physical restraint. Mm. See the force and physical restraint in shadows? That is Arkham Asylum. Okay. See, you're right. I play a lot of video games. I know. Arkham now is everyone else knows. The very big <laughs> Batman thing. <laughs> um, the hospitals built according to the Kirkbride plan, they would adopt various architectural styles, but they all had the Batwing style <laughs> floor plan in common. Batman. So it's like I don't know. I looked at a picture and it's kind of like there's a main center and then it just two wings come out from the side and they're kind of shaped like bat wings. Hence the name. I can <laughs> so, see So um, I guess it houses numerous wings that sprawl outward from the center. The first hospital designed under the Kirkbride plan was the Trenton State Hospital in Trenton, New Jersey in 1848, which is also haunted, by the way. Ghost Adventures went there. I have heard of that place. Same. The name sounds very familiar. I do not think I watched it on Ghost Adventures, though. That's why I looked it up when I was typing it out. I was like, I know that place is haunted. I know it is. (laughs) And I thought Ghost Hunters went there, but I couldn't find it. But Mm. Ghost Adventures definitely did go there. If it was an early episode of Ghost Adventures, I might have seen it. I'm not sure. I didn't look up which one it was. They're just so dramatic. They are so dramatic. Um, so eventually there would be 73 Kirkbride hospitals. And so obviously now we know a lot more about mental health than they did back then. Mm -hmm. Um, would you like to know some reasons why you would be admitted to an asylum back then? Heck yeah. This list. Can we do like a finger thing? Like put a finger down if you did this. Oh, oh yes, we can. We've, I was telling my husband when I read him this list that we are all going to be <laughs> asylum, all of us. All right, um, keep track. So this, I found, it's a picture with this big list. I'm, it's a long list, but I'm going to read you every single one of them because I think every single one of them is worth the mention. <laughs> and it, I found it in a Washington Post article uh, that was listed as a source on the hauntedplaces.com okay Okay. shoot get ready number one intemperance and business trouble kicked in the head by a horse (laughs) hereditary predisposition ill treatment by husband oh definitely got that one (laughs) imaginary female trouble so imaginary (laughs) all right i'm gonna put a finger down for that one because everyone thinks pcos is imaginary well my when i was reading it to mormon he was saying do i have imaginary female trouble or does the female (laughs) have imaginary female trouble (laughs) i view it as like a reproductive organs problem something (laughs) uh so next we have hysteria and then immoral life imprisonment now the next one is one jealousy and religion 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Next one is laziness. Oh, definitely got that one. <laughs> and then marriage of son. Now I want you to remember this, okay? Remember marriage of son because when we get to something of daughter, it is not marriage and it is okay, just I'll get when we get to it. Okay. But so marriage of son. Ooh. Now the next one is one, which is masturbation and syphilis. <laughs> not just like if you masturbate but if you have syphilis and, and you masturbate. masturbate and this okay. whole list has kind of an obsession with masturbation as you'll oh, see sweet so the next one is masturbation for 30 years wow <laughs> it's okay. very specific 30 years of masturbation is gonna send you to an asylum all right i know a couple of people <laughs> uh medicine to prevent conception so if you're taking birth control oh yeah yeah i'm on there <laughs> yeah that's one whole hand down by the way oh already yeah no uh menstrual deranged whatever that means like pms maybe maybe mental excitement so do not oh bro get happy about anything okay? i always have mental excitement <laughs> now this one sends us both to the asylum okay. novel reading Oh, shit. We're gone. Yep. Nymphomania. I don't have that one. <laughs> Opium habit. No. Overaction of the mind. As someone oh. who suffers from anxiety, I am pretty sure that is what that is. I yeah. would be gone. I got that. Overstudy of religion. My husband's gone. Yep, he's gone. Overtaxing mental powers. So does that mean you're a superhero or what? <laughs> you have overtaxing mental powers? Kinesis? The next one's pretty simple. Parents were cousins. Nope. Not in this house. <laughs> Periodical fits. Yeah. I, so I got that. Fits or whatever. Like, okay, reading it to you now, I understand what it what that means but when I first <laughs> wrote it down and I was like periodical fits like what do they dress in like Victorian era clothes <laughs> and have a temper tantrum <laughs> period clothes oh my god <laughs> okay the next one is just one tobacco and masturbation so don't have a cigarette while you're masturbating everyone you're Do going not. to the insane asylum Mm-mm. uh political excitement mm. No, politics I, avoid that. <laughs> I, I can see that yes religious enthusiasm nope now the next one is also one fever and loss of lawsuit <laughs> okay mormon said okay so if you're in the middle of a lawsuit you better not get a cold afterwards no. you're, you're going to the asylum no Hopefully they didn't have very accurate thermometers back then. For real. <laughs> uh, this is one also. Fits and desertion of husband. So don't be upset if your husband leaves you. Okay. Okay. The next one is asthma. Oh. <laughs> That's fucked up. For real. Because you can control asthma. Yeah. Uh, the next one is bad company. Don't be bad company. Wait, is it having bad company or being bad company? Oh, you're right. Because it does not specify. It just says bad company. That one might be a half finger. 
<laughs> You're the best company. It depends um, on who I'm with. <laughs> I get that. So the next one is one, two, bad habits and political excitement. No, not together. The next one is bad whiskey. Can't do the whiskey, so I'm good there. But like, so if you bought the really cheap shit from Walmart or yeah, wherever I don't know. you buy your liquor. <laughs> and then we have bloody flux, brain fever, business <laughs> nerves, carbonic acid gas is that what i have (laughs) (laughs) it might be it might be (laughs) so then we go to congestion of brain Mm. i think i have that (laughs) and then death of sons in war oh that's fucked up i know decoyed into the army (laughs) our next one is deranged masturbation oh definitely got that (laughs) (laughs) and then desertion of husband dissolute habits domestic affliction domestic trouble and then my favorite dropsy oopsies i dropped it i don't know i don't know if that's what it means or not mormon told me to look it up but i was like no i want all the jokes because i don't know what dropsy means well now I oh, and don't think up. that's the end of the list because there is more oh i'm not but i'm looking up what dropsy is dropsy old-fashioned or less technical term for edema edema a condition characterized by an excess of watery fluid collected in the cavities or tissues oh, yeah. of the body I could have told you that. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Dropsies. Dropsies. (laughs) Okay. And so then we have egotism, epileptic, epileptic fits, um, excessive sexual abuse. Oh, excessive. (laughs) This one I don't understand. Excitement as officer. So you're like a policeman or something and you're just like (laughs) "Woo! (laughs) you're going to the asylum (laughs) um then we got exposure and heredity exposure and quackery oh yeah i got that one (laughs) (laughs) exposure in army now this is one fever and jealousy and then we have fighting fire (laughs) Uh, all the firemen would be in there i guess you must be crazy right if you are (laughs) fighting fires um suppressed masturbation (laughs) suppression of menzies so i want to know are there any ladies out there who know how to suppress their menstrual cycle because if you do let me know i don't know how i can't suppress it if i'm gonna start i'm gonna start wouldn't that so, just be like getting your stuff taken out and starting? I mean, maybe that's what they mean. Maybe they're like, you can't have a hysterectomy, even if, you know, it kills you to have a baby. No idea. It just says suppression of menzies. So, and menzies is your period. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is just the war. <laughs> Everybody that fought in the war has to go get locked up. <laughs> yeah. time of life whatever that means 
<laughs> it's just my time of life to go get locked up in the lunatic asylum. <laughs> Uterine derangement. You got a crazy uterus. I do. Venereal excess. Ooh. Vicious vices. Mm. Excessively getting angry while gambling. Yep. Women trouble. If you ain't so good with the ladies, men, you're going to the asylum. Superstition. Now, here's the one I wanted you to remember with. So they on, only time they say son, really, they say uh, marriage of son will get you sent to the asylum for some reason. Well, this one for your daughter is shooting of daughter. <laughs> so okay. if your daughter gets shot, well, goodbye um smallpox oh and this snuff eating for two years snuff is snuff chew yes i don't know but yeah it's a snuff eating for two years another very specific time all right spinal irritation gathering in the head (laughs) greediness grief gunshot wound hard study whatever that means (laughs) rumor of husband murder so you don't even have to it doesn't have to be truth it just can be a rumor Mm, so like my husband's sitting right next to me but there's rumor going around that he died yes or got murdered you're going to the asylum um salvation army (laughs) i mean that's what you get for being against the gays (laughs) uh another ball game yes scarlatina i don't know what that is that's one word um oh this is another one of my favorites it's one thing seduction and disappointment Mm. so you're trying to seduce somebody they don't like you and you're disappointed yeah and then you get locked up yep self-abuse sexual abuse and stimulants sexual derangement False confinement, feebleness of intellect, fell from horse in war, <laughs> female disease. Well, you were already in the war, so that doesn't right. count. You're already in the there. war was already won by yeah. itself. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you fell off a horse. You're you're in the <laughs> asylum. And the last one is dissipation of nerves. But my That's favorite one ones that. are masturbation for thirty years and shooting of daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and seduction and disappointment oh my goodness um well i had to stop counting because i filled my hands yeah the novel reading that's literally all i needed to go (laughs) to the asylum um so anyways our you know ideas of what mental health is have changed yes they have and our ways to treat it has changed but kirkbride's theories you know back then and his medical ideas they definitely led to a more humane and more effective way to treat residents of his asylums um, than any other asylums at the time. He emphasized the importance of light and fresh air. He wanted the asylums to have long halls with 12-foot ceilings and lots of windows and ventilation. He also thought freedom for the patients was important. He felt that they should be allowed to roam around as much as possible and given a lot more control over their own lives. So everything is great in theory but it gets kind of fucked up later on. So 
Richard Snowden Andrews was an architect from Baltimore who also designed the Maryland governor's residence in Annapolis and the south wing of the U.S. Treasury building in Washington. He designed the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in the Gothic Revival and Tudor Revival styles. Construction on the asylum was started along the West Fork River, opposite of downtown Weston in late 1858. Work was initially conducted by prison laborers, and skilled stonemasons were brought in from Germany and Ireland. Construction on the asylum was interrupted by the outbreak of the American Civil War. I copied that sentence because when they said outbreak of the American Civil War, they made it sound like it was a disease or something. But um, But, I mean, it was a disease because all of them were going to go to the asylum. Yes, all of them. The war. (laughs) So that took place in 1861. And following its succession from the United States the government of Virginia demanded the return of the hospital's unused construction funds for its defense. But before this could happen, the 7th Ohio Volunteer Infantry seized the money from a local bank. It was put toward the establishment of the reorganized government of Virginia, which sided with the North during the war. Mm -hmm. They appropriated money to resume construction in 1862. So, Following the admission of West Virginia as a U.S. state in 1863, the hospital was renamed the West Virginia Hospital for the Insane. The first patients were admitted October 1864, but construction continued into 1881. The 200-foot, 61-meter, central clock tower was completed in 1871, and separate rooms for African Americans were completed in 1873, the hospital was intended to be self-sufficient, so a farm, dairy, waterworks, gas, and a cemetery were located on the property, which was about, this is foreshadowing, by the way, 666 acres. Cool. The asylum changed names again back to Weston State Hospital in 1913. As I said before, it was only originally meant to hold 250 patients. Um, in fact, I don't think I said that before, so I don't know why I put that in there, but it's meant <laughs> to hold 250 patients in solitude, but by 1880, the hospital housed 717 patients. Holy shit. Oh, it gets worse. Then 1,661 patients in 1938, over 1,800 patients in 1949, and then it peaked at 2,600 in the 1950s mind you this was built for 250 people so they're shoving masses amounts of people in a room basically that's a lot that's so not right no and you'll hear how bad it is because the overcrowding the patients began to suffer from malnutrition because it was supposed to be self-sufficient but the farm and the dairy and all of that was only meant to feed 250 people so people were getting sick um and it just being you know having malnutrition greatly affects their mental health which is why they're there in the first place a quote from a 1938 survey organized by a group of north american medical organizations stated that the hospital housed quote epileptics alcoholics drug addicts and non-educatable mental defectives 
which if that isn't the most fucking that offensive is term the I've worst ever heard. way to put anything like, yeah that just sounds awful yeah um a series of reports by the charleston gazette in 1949 found poor sanitation and insufficient furniture lighting and heating in much of the complex while one wing which had been rebuilt using work progress works progress administration funds following a 1935 fire that was started by a patient (laughs) was comparatively luxurious They found patients were sleeping on the floor and in freezing cold rooms. The overcrowding had resulted in overworked staff and a decreased emphasis on sanitation. The wallpaper was peeling from decay and where it hadn't disintegrated, the patients had torn it off. Like they were just peeling strips of it from the wall. I would too. Patients who the orderlies deemed, quote, unable to be controlled had been locked in cages in open spaces in an attempt to make more bedrooms available for less worrisome inhabitants. Wow. On top of all of that, the asylum also became a training ground for lobotomies by Walter Freeman. Have you heard of Walter Freeman before? I feel like I have in the terms of lobotomy, but I don't remember specifics. Yeah, he's a pretty big name in the lobotomy game i guess (laughs) uh he was a famous surgeon and lobotomy advocate he used the ice pick method for lobotomy Mm -hmm. um and so if you don't know what the ice pick method is they would slip a thin pointed rod into a patient's eye sack eye socket eye socket eye socket and then they would hammer it into um you know into that their place and it would sever the connective tissues in the brain's prefrontal prefrontal cortex he is estimated to have performed over four thousand lobotomies for fuck's sake yeah which sometimes left perfectly healthy patients with lasting physical and cognitive damage or just straight up killed people i hate it i hate it so much it's disgusting so primitive i don't know why I mean, I can't speak for what they believed back then. You know, they were raised different ways and whatever, but I don't understand how somebody would think shoving something into your brain is going to help you in any way. I really don't believe they even thought that it would help them. I think it was just someone that had that like feeling in him that he needed to hurt someone and that was his way of getting it out. And I think maybe the first time like he did it and got like a, you know, I don't want to say brain dead. Well, not that, but like, because when you're doing that, you're basically cutting out someone's entire personality. Yeah. So when you get like this mush of a person, they're not acting out anymore. They're not doing anything like it's easier for people to control like their attitude towards women already at the time. Like if someone thought they're their wife was crazy and in fact i've heard i think it's the dollop that covered um like one of my favorite podcasts covered well they did they covered lobotomies and i think they were saying that people would just drag their like honorary wives or kids or things like that and just to try to make them more obedient and then 
Um, and then they turn into zombies. Disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. Um, and from that horrifying subject, we're going to go on to another horrifying one. In 1987, there's a murder known as the uh, bedpost murder. And it occurred in 1987 at the asylum. Dean Metheny was mute and had an intellectual disability, which caused him to act like a young child and would sometimes make him become aggressive. He lived at the asylum and he was housed in Ward F, which is where more violent patients were put. So this is so sad. After coloring, for most of the day under nurse supervision, he was then left alone with a 25-year-old David Mason and 30-year-old James Wood. They took turns hanging Dean using a bed sheet. They would raise him up and let him suffer and then lower him back down. And when they lowered him back down, they would beat him and then they'd bring him back up. So he was basically suffocating. And in between being raised... Um, well, he was being severely beaten, but then they beat him so bad and like his head was on the, on the bedpost. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but they beat him so bad that the bedpost like just went straight through his head. Oh my God. Straight through his head and it killed him. Oh yeah. I'd say. Wow. Yeah. I hate people. It's disgusting. Um, so also a nurse went missing for two months and then she was magically found at the bottom of a staircase was she alive no she was murdered oh okay uh ironcityparanormal.com states that this is a documented case of murder but i couldn't find it anywhere so i don't know what the nurse's name or what the outcome was but yeah she it said she was murdered and she was found at the bottom of the stairs Ew, I wonder if like someone kept her as a plaything for that's a while until she started too. smelling. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um another known murder that happened at the asylum is of Muriel C. Creamer. Uh, she was a patient staying on Ward C. She was found dead by strangulation from a muslin cloth around her neck. She had earlier been tied to the bed with straps on her hands, waist, and feet to prevent her from leaving the ward her roommate wanda maxine james later admitted to killing her due to quote improper advances and i don't know if that means that creamer made inappropriate advances on james or like what exactly that means i don't know maybe maybe creamer made the advances and so she was defending herself or that's what she's yeah trying that's to my say initial thought but i don't know i don't know for sure if i have no idea <laughs> um so the expose that was published by the charleston gazette gazette <laughs> sorry i'm getting lame is in my head uh cosette the expose published by the charleston gazette <laughs> is what spurred a movement to get the hospital closed down in 1994 um and currently the person that owns the building is named joe jordan and he does ghost tours and other events to raise money for its restoration so that's pretty much the history so we're gonna go on to hauntings Woo! 
it is reported that employees and visitors um, hear and feel things in there, and they also regularly see apparitions. Screams and moans can be heard, and also heavy boot footsteps. Beds will also be pushed. Um, They see shadows and light blue mists. It's also been reported that the murderers, because I guess there's been quite a few murders in there, but and it doesn't specifically say which murderers. <laughs> it just says the murderers don't like when people spend too much time in the asylum and they'll make the air thick and make it difficult to breathe. Wow. Uh, bruises, scratches, and even bite marks have been photogra- photographed. Photographed. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a good time. I know. It's been a it's been a time. Um ironcityparanormal.com states that there is a young girl that is nine years old who haunts the asylum they say her name was lily and she was born at the asylum her mom's name isn't known but i guess there's documents of her but it just has the letter e Hmm. the mom was apparently brought to the asylum already pregnant with lily her parents were, were killed in a car accident and she needed to remain at the asylum for care. Uh, but that's just one version. The second version is that Lily's mom was abandoned by her husband and then raped numerous times by Union soldiers uh, during the later years of the Civil War. She was then brought to the asylum to be helped um, back to health. But instead, she went more insane. So... The truth about Lily's mom is not 100% known, but it is 100% known that Lily did live at the asylum and she passed away at nine years old due to pneumonia. No, that's rough. Yeah. They say that her room is located on the first floor and is in between the first ward and the civil war wing. People put toys in her room as a tribute to her. And you can see that a lot in the YouTube videos. It's adorable. (laughs) Um, There's a music box inside her room that is known to wind up and play music by itself and balls and toys will roll or bounce across the room by themselves. You can also hear giggling coming from her room. She sometimes will tug on people's shirts and pants too. Hmm. That'd be a shit life. Oh, I know. She can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is when I wish our Titanic theory ghost was legit. (laughs) That they could just leave and go somewhere better Mm because... Who would want to stay? It's abandoned. It's you know, and they are they want to restore it and stuff, but I'll get to that. But <laughs> it's not pretty in there right now. It's really creepy, actually. Um, apparently there is a murderer known only as Slewfoot. It's S L E W F O O T. Just one word, Slewfoot. And apparently he killed a ton of patients in the bathrooms of the asylum. But I literally could only find that like one sentence about it. So I don't know. Huh. Uh, I watched a few TV episodes about the Trains Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. It is pretty popular. Like I was saying at the beginning, lots of people have been there. There's an episode from Ghost Hunters, which I rewatched. Um, there's an episode of Ghost Adventures but I couldn't watch it because it was some special live episode and I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, And then I watched an episode from destination fear about it, which mm, 
I wasn't really that big of a fan of, so I didn't finish it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I'm going to list a few things that happened to the ghost hunters while they investigated. Uh, oh, but I did want to say, on a side note, um, the ghost hunters said that Charles Manson stayed there for a short time. Huh. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. I should look that up. But that's just what they said. The owner, um, so in Ghost Hunters and Destination Fear, it was the same woman. Like, and I mean, these were obviously years apart. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she still has anything to do with the asylum or if she sold it, but she was listed as the owner of the asylum in the shows. And they had to at least been 15 years apart, these episodes. And, uh, she was saying that Charles Manson stayed there. Hmm. So I don't know. But I just thought that was interesting. Yes, but anyway, Grant and Jason, they both saw a man in a medical gown who was crouching down. And then he looked as though he got like sucked backwards or like somebody yanked on his medical gown and like jerked him backwards and then he disappeared. Steven Tango in another part of the building heard laughing. <laughs> and they tried to debunk it because they did have a female investigator because it sounded like female laughing, I guess. Mm-hmm. They tried to debunk it and they had, it was kind of funny. They had Tango outside of the building mm-hmm. and he was just going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but they couldn't hear anything. And then he was just, you know, talking and whatever. And Steve couldn't hear him at all. Um, so, and other things that they caught that, like we as the viewers could actually hear there were banging noises female laughing they also heard a growling voice and you couldn't make out like anything that it was saying it just sounded i don't know like growling pretty much no words that i could hear yeah but you could tell it was like i don't know it sounded demonic honestly in my opinion like (laughs) um And then the creepiest one to me was there's a very loud and very clear EVP of a heavy breath. Like it just sounded like somebody went like, just like that. Like it was Uh. disgusting. Yeah, it was. (laughs) But that one gave me the heebie-jeebies, but it it was very clear. Like it was definitely a breath. It wasn't like any, I don't know, miscellaneous noise or anything. It was somebody like breathing. I don't know. (laughs) um so i found a ton of videos on youtube of different evp clips and things like that um one i'm only going to mention one of them because i just did not have time to watch every single one and this one kind of made me sad but this person um their name is peachy 25 web all one word all capital letters they said um or they didn't say they were doing like their own little tour in there and you can hear them talking and then you just hear mommy like <laughs> clear as fucking day it's a child and it just goes mommy that's scary it's sad mm-hmm. um and it happened in lily's room mm, of course and, it did. which makes it even more sad also in lily's room they placed two balls on the floor and they told her she was so sweet about it too like something i don't like about ghost adventures sorry zach baggins 
I don't like how aggressive he is towards them. He's rude and he really tries <laughs> to taunt them mm-hmm. or provoke them. And I do not think that that's respectful at all. And this lady like got down on the floor and she was like, you're doing such a good job, but could you rotate the ball a little bit more? You're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. And it was like the <laughs> sweetest thing. Oh, but that is pretty cute. The ball did move. It did. It didn't roll. It actually rotated. Like she said, could you rotate the ball? And it rotated. It did not roll across or anything. And I don't know if it was fake or not, but I want to believe that it was real because she was so sweet. (laughs) Well, rotating would be a little bit harder to fake than rolling. So, yeah. I mean, you still could. Like, you could. You could have like five different ways going through my head of how you could. But it'd be more intense. Like it was during the day too. Mormon always tells me, "Why do they always have to investigate at night? Why can't they ever just do it in the day?" I always always wonder that too. No atmosphere. (laughs) I don't know. But it was during the day when this happened. So ha. Um. Okay, and that's. I mean, what I got. I have one more thing for you. According to our. Actually, I have two more things for you. Because I okay. put in a side note, but according to our favorite website, hauntedplaces.org, yeah, the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum officially has the highest haunt rating out of our episode so far of 95%. Damn. Only 5% do not think it's haunted. Yeah, and that 5% maybe never even went there. And I'm telling you, just everyone, YouTube it. Like, just type in Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum on YouTube. There is tons and tons and tons of stuff. Oh, and then my last thing that I was going to say. I found an article while I was looking through everything from cbsnews.com. And they're talking about how a group of advocates are upset about the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum's name. They said that the term lunatic is offensive. Um... They say that Joe Jordan, um, the guy who owns it, should change the name. Scott Miller, who is the director of Mountain State Direct Action Center, said one former patient burst into tears after seeing the name on a sign. In a quote, he said, it's not just that I'm a liberal and I think it's not a good idea. It's seeing people physically hurt. Um, That's about all I needed to know. End quote. I've never really thought about it before. And I'm not discrediting him in any way. I'm sure he talked to that person more, but maybe just seeing the whole name of the place that you were institutionalized doesn't feel good, whether it's the oh, word definitely lunatic not. or not. Yeah. Um, Especially if it was a place like that that was so run down oh, and yeah. you were probably getting treated like shit and had no food. Yeah, I would freak out if it was called corn. Yes, I agree. That was exactly my thought. And I mean, as you know about me, I'm very sensitive to people making fun of the uh, intellectually disabled or differently abled. I, it is something that is very close to home. The word retard is like the absolute worst thing you could ever say to me. And most people, if you say it to me, I don't want anything to do with you after that. Um, so, but I don't know. I just never really thought about the word lunatic. So, so this is my thought. That was its, like, OG name. Like, well, kind of. I mean, like, 
that is its historical yeah, its name. name. I don't think we should change it necessarily because that's what it is. Like you're, we're showcasing how bad mental everything was treated back in the day. Mental health was a joke. And so therefore, I think they should keep the name, but maybe on like signs or something or brochures, if it really affects people that much, they could put like T-A-L-A or something like that. Yeah, like Trans-Allegheny. I mean, it's a mouthful anyway. It is. (laughs) And it's spelled like the way it's spelled. I want to say Allegheny, not (laughs) Allegheny, but Allegheny. But I mean, yeah, I just thought that was it just popped up on the Google search for it. And I, I mean, was like, you're Ooh. not going to change it to like bubbles and sunshine because that's not what it is. No, it was a horribly it was a place that started out with very, very good intentions, but went very, very downhill. Quickly went downhill. Very yeah. fast. Yeah. So, I mean, just really upsetting. It so, is. So, I mean. What are your guys' thoughts on um, the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? Um, Let us know. We want to know. Oh, also, don't forget, if you want to send in a video, I mean a video, what the fuck am I talking about? (laughs) If you want to send in your listener uh, things, if you want to send us a... Oh my gosh. restart? I have no idea what's going on with me today. If you would like us to read your story, if you have a urban legend, if you've come across a cryptid, if you have a paranormal experience, if you would like to send us that story and we could read it on the air, we would really like to get a viewer or God, you're not a viewer, a listener episode. (laughs) No, it's late everybody. Okay. But um, we would really like those and we think it'd be really fun. And you can get a hold of us by Amy. Tell them. <laughs> okay, hopefully I have better luck than you. I can't speak today. <laughs> so you can go to Instagram and Facebook at This Is Legend Pod. Then you can also send us an email at This Is Legend Pod at Gmail. Dot com. I almost said not at just email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then go to our website at thisislegendpod.com to check out all the fun stuff. Alrighty. So anywho, let's keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Goodbye. Adios. Adios.